0: Well, welcome back to the Luke Messia Show. It's good to be in studio with each and every one of you. Um, I have been on vacation, so thank you for letting me have last week off. My wife and children appreciated it. I didn't actually take the whole week off, but, you know, I was in Colorado in a canyon without cell reception. Um, Unfortunately, we got Wi-Fi at the cabin, so... I still got a lot of calls and took them. And it is what it is. But the point is that I didn't come into Austin and record my podcast. And, uh, and last week's episode actually got some great feedback. In fact, I had a number of you reach out and ask different questions about ESG, the policies, our pension systems, and everything going on. And so I really do appreciate the feedback that we got on that episode that I recorded right before I left for vacation. Today... I am going to come to you with a poll that was literally released within the last hour. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll have been out for about 24 hours. Some of you will have seen it, but the the defend Texas Liberty pack, a pack which I Help Run, a pack that was started by Jonathan Sticklin, former state representative and leading conservative voice in Texas, released a poll of Republican primary voters. And we have been doing this at the Defend Texas Liberty Pack every single month. We've been releasing a poll uh, of Republican primary voters and their stance on different issues, also looking ahead at the 2024 presidential election. And there's some really interesting numbers uh, that I am going to talk to you about today. But you, I'm actually going to use this to talk about why we should be encouraged as conservative Texans. And and the reason we should be encouraged is that I would say that voters in the Republican primary are way more sophisticated and discerning than the current makeup of elected officials in the gop and it is time for republican elected officials to wake up and understand that they need to move as far as voters have moved on these issues so first and foremost kind of the thing that uh catches people by surprise not even by surprise i would just say the remarkable thing about the presidential ballot is this since we started polling the presidential ballot in may uh Donald Trump has been under 50% of the vote. He's been the clear leader at 41, 42, 44, whatever percent of the vote. And then Ron DeSantis is kind of the next clear leader in the high 20s. Um, and no one else is is that close. Ted Cruz has always held a pretty consistent third place uh, being supported by a lot of people here in Texas and known by people and and liked by people. In Texas far more than what he gets in the presidential ballot, but his favorability is is strong amongst Republicans. That being said, this poll was conducted after the FBI raid of Donald Trump's personal home, which also happened while I was in Colorado. But interestingly, he has now jumped to over 50% of support in a 2024 presidential primary, even with Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott and other people on the ballot, he's commanding 51% of the vote. And this is something that we have seen happen across the nation. But I, it's the first time, of course, we've seen it in Texas because this was the first Republican primary poll conducted after the FBI raid. But his support has grown since it has been announced that the Biden administration is using their Department of Justice, to target their top political enemy. And that is what Donald Trump is. He is the top political enemy of the Biden administration. And this is literally what you would expect in a country that has king-like positions where individuals come in and just rule and then completely, I mean, this is what they do in other countries. Like, oh, we got to call off the election. Everything that the left implies Donald Trump would do, they do, right? Right. He's just going to declare himself the president for a third term if he gets a second term. And you go, look, Donald Trump is literally the victim of a dictator in Joe Biden who is using his Department of Justice to wield as a club against his political enemies. And by the way, it's not just Republicans that think this. Independents think this. Here's what you need to understand. If any of you have looked at national polling, which I follow on a regular basis, you need to understand something. Independent voters, because people either identify themselves as Democrats, Republicans, or Independents. And then, of course, there's like you know three people in the nation that identify themselves as Libertarian and like five as the Green Party or maybe 10 as Libertarian, just to be more charitable to y'all. But people who identify as independents do not like the president, President Trump. They don't like him, okay? And almost on on almost all issues, they do not like him, okay? Their personal opinion of him has always been low. He has never done well with independent voters. A majority of them think that the FBI is investigating Donald Trump because of political purposes they think they've politicized the justice system which they do not like so literally joe biden has for the first time handed trump a situation where independents are on his side on an issue this is how ridiculous and short-sighted this is by the biden administration and in some ways we should appreciate it because it is maybe going to wake more people up to the reality of this is the time we're in the democrats are at war with us are you at war with them so now let's dig into these poll results. So that's the first thing that was asked, presidential ballot. And by the way, when you take Trump off the ballot, if Trump decides not to run, Ron DeSantis is at 58% of the vote. So if you're wondering, Republicans in Texas, what what kind of leadership are they looking for? What kind of future do they want in the Republican Party? Who do they want to be the standard bearer? What kind of approach do they want to see in their next executive? It is a wartime conciliatory. That's what they're looking for. They're like, give me Donald Trump. And you go, well, what if Donald Trump doesn't run again? Give me Ron DeSantis. And it's not like, oh, some of us like Ron DeSantis. It's even larger. It's 58% of the vote. This is a governor in Florida. I don't know that he's been to Texas maybe once in the last year. The people are already ready for him. Why? Because he's going to war and that's what they want. Here's what's interesting too. Let's dig into some of these other questions and understand that these Republican primary voters and this poll, by the way, was conducted just in case you're wondering like, well, what kind of poll is this? This was done. This is a poll conducted of 1,581 respondents. It's a survey with a 2.47% margin of error. This is a big poll, a huge sample of Republican primary voters in Texas. 57% 57% of them have a negative opinion of Mitch McConnell. That is a great thing because Mitch McConnell is a bad leader of the Republican Party, and he does not understand the time it is, the time we are in. They're, they're not only saying we want a Ron DeSantis, that same group of people are like, oh, we don't want the Mitch McConnells of the world running our party. Again, Mitch is a U.S. senator in Kentucky. These Texas Republicans know what they want, and they're looking across the nation and they see the problems. of Republicans have an unfavorable opinion of the FBI, which is really funny. I think it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. And the FBI needs to understand that if they let themselves be used as a weapon against political enemies of the president, they're going to be seen more and more unfavorably and rightfully so. By the way, if you're one of the Republicans out there who's up there saying, look, the FBI is great. It's just Biden and maybe a couple people that are bad. No. You need to understand that the only way this stops is for you to tell people the FBI is the problem until they make themselves not the problem. They made themselves the problem when they participated in this dictatorial behavior. Back off, guys. Uh, With the Texas border wall still unfunded, this is a question in the poll. With the Texas border wall still unfunded, John Cornyn and Ted Cruz voted to send billions in taxpayer money to Ukraine. Do you believe Congress should fund securing the Ukraine border while the Texas border remains open. And 16% of Republicans said yes, 71% said no. And, And here's what's interesting. The respondents of this poll know that Joe Biden is president. The respondents of this poll know that Chuck Schumer is the majority leader and that Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. So they understand the difficulty in getting federal funding to secure the border. Here's the point. They want Republicans to stop giving Democrats what they want without something in return. We should not fund the government. Chip Roy, congressman here in San San Antonio, has said this time and time again. Stop funding the government if they're not going to fund border security. And yet, time and time again, Republicans go, well, here's the thing. There's this other thing that we need to spend billions of dollars on. And they don't understand that their primary responsibility is first to the American citizens. And if you're a U.S. senator in Texas, it's first to Texas citizens. And if your border is wide open and your state is being invaded... That should be your number one concern. And if anybody else comes to you with any other country's border problems, you tell them, fix my border, protect my citizens, and then we can have a conversation about international affairs. Demand it. It would set a whole new tone in the United States of America if we actually had leaders who had this mindset time and time again. So let's talk about education, which this poll actually dug into quite a bit. There were a couple questions on education that are really interesting. One, Texas parents should have the right to select schools, whether public or private, for their children, and funding should follow the student. Do you agree or disagree? 75% agreed, 16% disagreed. For those of you who are looking at this school choice conversation that's going to happen down the road, you need to understand That Republicans are largely united on this front, but 16% of Republicans are against it. Here's the problem, though. That 16% that say they're against it largely run the Texas House of Representatives. They have a massive pull in the Texas House. And so it is going to be very difficult. The only way that I see school choice legislation passing this go around is if, well, one, we already know the Senate's going to pass it very quickly, I think. But it is going to come down to whether Governor Greg Abbott and Speaker Phelan actually believe in this policy and are willing to put pressure, political pressure, inside the pink dome on a bunch of Republican members who do not support this policy, who were elected by teacher unions, who give most of their money to the Democrat Party, but give a sliver in these Republican primaries. That's what's going to happen. Interestingly enough, there's a couple other questions that we asked uh, in regards to education that I think are worth talking about. One is, do you believe Texas teachers who intentionally expose children to pornographic materials should have their teaching license permanently revoked? 88% said yes, 5% said no. And I don't know who those 5% are, 1 in 20 people. If you're in a room of 20 Republicans, one of them, it's totally okay with a little porn being given to some of these kids. But here's the good news for you. Republicans are tired of their kids being indoctrinated and their grandkids. They're tired of it. Stop it. And they are to the point to where if you cross a line, you should not be allowed to teach. This is the type of rhetoric that we're not seeing regularly from Republicans. Some out there, yes, but many, no. It's really important to understand where the average Republican is, though. They're ready. Get rid of it. The other question um, that's asked here, do you believe Texas public teachers should be required to affirm that there are only two genders before they are allowed to teach Texas children. 74% said yes. 17% said no. This is really encouraging. 74% of Republicans in Texas believe rightfully that if you can't know the difference between a man and a woman, you probably shouldn't teach kids anything. You think somebody who doesn't understand that there are two genders should be allowed to teach history, should be allowed to teach math? You don't know what a woman is, but you, you think you're going to rightfully teach one plus one is two? I don't think so. You know what you're probably going to get wrong? Math. Because once you start questioning the very biological foundations that we're built on, you're going to question every foundation we're built on. But Republican voters see this, right? If these normal voters were representative of the legislature. This is the type of laws that would pass because they're ready. They understand what the left is bringing to their front door and they're ready to push back. Really, really, really encouraging. By the way, 61% of Republicans still believe that Texas should retain its prohibition on same-sex marriage, irregardless of what the Supreme Court says. Thank God That a strong number of Republicans still haven't completely given in to this defeatist mentality that people like Tony Gonzalez have given into, which is the Republican from San Antonio, Republican congressman that voted to nationalize marriage, guys. Not only nationalize. Here's the craziest thing. It's not that he voted to nationalize marriage, which is bad. The policy would say that if you were married, if you were legally married in the state that you were married in, then you're legally married in this state. Okay, so like if California, which they will, legalizes throuples, Okay, the three of you people, you can all get married together. California legalizes that. Guess what? It's legal in Texas. That is what the Democrat Party believes. Republicans don't. And still a solid majority of Republicans are like, no, we shouldn't even let gay marriages exist because it's not marriage. How many? Republican elected officials are as aware of the time we're in as these Republican voters. Not a lot, not enough, not 61%. I can tell you that, but these are, this is great news. There's a lot of other questions that were asked and I'll talk about some of them in the future, but I did want to just kind of bring to you some of this information to to break it down and realize that. Our fellow Republicans, if you are a Republican in Texas, which is pretty much most everybody who listens to this podcast, if you're a Republican in Texas, you should be really encouraged by these numbers. 75% believe we should stop giving discounted tuition to illegal aliens, of course. Here's another one that stood out to me. So uh, one of the things that happened while I was gone on vacation, which was really good news, and I tweeted about this a little bit, even while I was on vacation. My wife was like, you're supposed to be on vacation. I'm like, oh, well, there's this thing going on. Glenn Hager, after the Texas scorecard, wrote an article, and Brian Slayton, state representative from East Texas, came out and publicly asked the comptroller to investigate Mr. Mister, which is the lewd, perverse gay bar in Dallas who decided to host a drag queen event with children. And they had all these scantily clad drag queens. And the reason I focus in on scantily clad, because here's the thing. So Representative Brian Slayton has already come out and said that he's going to file legislation next session that says that you can't take a kid to a drag queen event, period. Okay. Which is really important. But right now you can. But here was something that was brought to Scorecard's attention. They wrote an article about it. and Representative Slayton commented on it. The Texas Family Project, Chris Hopper, president of the Texas Family Project, came out and said, hey, this is a problem. We need to address it. And what they found was in state code, if you have a performer and they're dressed immodestly and there's legal definitions for what parts of your body you might have to reveal to be immodest, Y'all can guess which those are, but they're not the shoulder or the belly button or the toe. Here's the point. Certain parts of your body, if they're in any way exposed in the process of your performance that you're being paid to do, now makes that business a sexually oriented business. And the comptroller, after some people called on him, came out and publicly said, we're going to investigate Mr. Mister. And what he can do, and this is what Republicans should be doing, is they should be going to war with these sick, perverse businesses and saying, if there is an ounce, if there is one single sentence in Texas code that lets me put you in the ground, I'm going to do it. That's what he should be doing. Now, he has announced that he's investigating, which is great news, great news, and Republicans in Texas should be grateful that Glenn Hager has opened up this investigation, and they should be watching to see what he does with the investigation, because if he's on the side of Texans, and this is the poll question that was asked. Do you believe that bars which allow drag queen performances should be forced to register as sexually oriented businesses? And guess what? 66% said yes. 19% said no. I'm sorry for those 19%, but they're probably the ones who are electing a lot of the leadership in the Texas House, which is why they killed the band to stop sex change surgeries on children. But here's the good news. The comptroller is elected statewide, and this guy has an opportunity to say, hey, you need to, you need to register as a sexually-oriented business. It wouldn't stop Mr. Mr. from existing until we actually pass a law that says you're a criminal if you do that kind of stuff with kids. But for now, we at least can say you need to register as a sexually-oriented business. Nobody can go into your place of business if they're under 18 years old. And guess what? You need to pay back taxes. You need to pay the poll tax that exists. You need to pay the fine for not registering. We should increase that fine. I don't care what we do. Go in and audit the sucker, okay? Audit that whole business. Really encouraging poll results. Very encouraging to see that Republicans in Texas are waking up and understanding that we are at war. Yeah, we are. And if you're a Republican elected official in Texas, you need to understand we're at war. And that should shape how you engage, how you operate, the type of policies you push, everything. Open your mind, Texas, to just how aggressive we should be. We should tell teachers, if you do not understand what a boy and a girl Is then you you really shouldn't be allowed to teach. You shouldn't. You don't get it. You don't get basic biology. It's a proficiency exam. You're telling me if a teacher didn't know one plus one equals two, still after graduating college, you'd be like, this person should teach our kids. They shouldn't teach anything. If you don't know what one plus one is, You should not teach history. You should not teach English. You should not teach theater. You should not teach physical education. You shouldn't be allowed on the sports team. You shouldn't be allowed in elementary school, middle school, or high school, period. If you don't know what one plus one equals, then don't. You're not qualified to teach a child anything. And if you don't know that there are two genders, you're not qualified either. I hope you have a blessed week. I have a number of conversations coming that I think y'all will really enjoy, um, and I look forward to bringing them to you if you are a Texas Republican and you know other Texas Republicans. Share this podcast with them. Tell them, hey, these numbers are really encouraging. Share. Let them come and listen to all of these questions and think about some of these issues and consider the kind of positions that they would hold. Maybe some of them are in the minority of these polls, and they're amongst those Republicans who just aren't sure what's going on. But when they see, wow, you know what? A lot of my fellow neighbors are ready. They understand what time it is. I think these numbers will get better and better and better. I hope they do. And I'm grateful that you have decided to listen to our podcast. If you haven't rated it in a little while, I haven't asked. But if you haven't rated it, feel free to let uh, put a rating down on any of the podcast platforms you listen to us regularly on. This helps more Texans when they are on those podcast platforms looking for news to get us, to find us. It's been very encouraging to see our numbers continue to go up every single month. Thank you to so many of you who share your feedback. If you have other things you want us to cover, people you want us to have conversations with, please feel free to let us know. God bless you, and God bless Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messia Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas.